2: Hello, fellow fellow celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. And luckily, I have my two favorite celebutants today ready to get into all of this news and drama with me. We have Purveyor of Beauty and Style, Miss Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. Hello, oh, and Purveyor of Broken Bachelor Engagements, Miss Sarah Huron.
3: I don't know how I feel about that, but hello, Travis. <laughs>
2: hello. Well, ladies, today we are going to go through some rough accidents, some stolen celebrity puppies, a tangled birth, a housewife in hot water, an enraged monarch. But before we get into all of this rage accidents and, you know, fun baby news, let's send some attentions for the day. Something we'd like to see celebrities doing a little more of, a little less of, a lot more of, just an attention for anyone in the celebrity world. Gwen Flamberg, who are you intenting on today?
1: My intention is for one of Hollywood's um, shortest people, but most likely most (laughs) powerful. That would be Blue Ivy Corridor, the spawn of Beyonce and Jay-Z, who is starring in the latest Ivy Park campaign, and she is like looking exactly like her mama, Beyonce, in the photos. I love her hair. It's magnificent, although a bit straightened for a nine-year-old. But, you know, I just want Blue Ivy to not grow up too fast. She's clearly, you know, one of the most powerful people in Hollywood and always was. Like, remember her, like, side eye at an award show when she was, like, six? You know, she's...
2: Yeah, she was like quiet Beyonce mother.
1: (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Quiet down. Quiet down.
2: You're embarrassing.
1: Um... You know, I just I have high hopes that Blue Ivy is going to be everything to everyone as she grows older. And I I don't want, you know, the uh, child's fame to, um, you know, destroy her as it has destroyed some.
2: Well, I mean, I think we can all just agree that we're glad she's looking more like her mother than her father in the face. That's just always good since Beyonce is a goddess. And well, he's a really great businessman.
1: In the face, she looks like Jay Z. She is a miniature female Jay Z in the face, but she's got that bay hair. It's mm-hmm. magnificent. I love the whole combination. You know how I feel about Jay Z.
2: I do. I like, do. Like, you know what I've called Jay Z. Yes.
1: What? is the ugliest, sexiest man alive.
2: Yes. She thinks he oozes sex appeal in a non traditional sense.
3: Oh, I mean, I, think, I can't think of someone else who deserves that title. So I'm on board.
2: <laughs> well, amazing. Good luck to you, Blue Ivy. And the Ivy Park Drip is fantastic looking. I love this new collection. Sarah Huron, who is your intention for this Eve, this afternoon, this day? This
3: Eve. This Eve. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, noon whenever you're
2: listening to it yeah
3: true um my intention is for celebrities and their facetune photoshopping now you would think oh, oh i would be asking for people to stop because there is some, a big part of me that you know it's wrong and it affects your body image and it's horrible but then you have people like gina Keo, who's editing these selfies <laughs> with vicki gumbelson to be so ridiculously absurd she's 65 years old, and she looks great, by the way, like most housewives do, had great work done, she's admitted it. But the way she edited this selfie with Vicky to like put makeup on her on Facetune and stuff was absurd, and so obviously edited. And then Vicky posted the original photo, or probably a little slightly filtered photo. But one, instead of, telling them to stop I'd like them to keep it up keep posting misleading photos because if they're so absurd you get a good laugh out of it and I love that Vicky they posted different versions like they weren't even on the same page they were obviously gonna get called out like certain housewives Gretchen Rossi similar like certain vibes it's kind of fun to see them try to do it and that doesn't hurt my you know mental health that makes me giggle
2: It does make me giggle. And with Vicky and Gina's, the way they like painted mauve lipstick on, I mean, fantastic. Like they went in with that color plucker and then just painted all of their lips. Like the mauve gave them some eyeshadow. Uh, Amazing. I thought you were going to talk about Khloe Kardashian's new Good American Photoshopped, which I'm hoping her, I don't know if you guys saw it, but her feet are like nine feet long. She's like a size 1700 in those. And I'm hoping that those are intentionally done to like have a Steve Madden in the 90s sort right, of that's, people sent I'm... me
3: that but I feel like Chloe is just a lost cause to me and in, in the yes. sense of Photoshop and Facetune and it does actually upset me a lot and I it, I don't like it whereas like the genome one we can laugh at the Chloe one I it I I don't love because I feel like Chloe was such a champion for like body positivity for so long and good American is such an inclusive brand like I know this is like it's a style choice and I'm not maybe qualified to speak on that but I find it bizarre and weird
2: i also find it bizarre and weird but i agree with you that chloe kardashian is a lost cause and her facetune photoshop person is who she is at her heart and it is all we are getting mm-hmm. and you know i relate to that well my intention for today is for a new celebrity couple that i just need to know everything about lucy hale and skeet ulrich bizarre i mean, have
1: that on my bingo card for 2021
2: no weird way. pairing weird pairing One of the killers from Scream 1 and A Pretty Little Liar. And my intention for them is I sort of want them to like dress up in matching cute couples outfits and like be this like bubblegum pop couple because we see him as sort of a darker character and they're such a weird relationship. And I want them to give us the weirdness like Pete and Ariana weirdness, paparazzi photos, matching set, borrowing each other's clothes. Give us all that good good because we are looking and interested.
3: Travis, do you ship? Because, you know, to plug my own Instagram, I've started my own series. Plug um, um, ship or skip on my Instagram stories. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. that, Clara. I
1: think that could be a whole podcast.
3: Oh, wow. I sh- Maybe we I- should start it. But I ship, more people but only voted, for the weirdness. Yeah, more people voted ship than I ever would have expected for these two. She's 31, he's 51, or 30 or 51, something like that. There's a 20-year yeah. age difference. But I also forgot people flagged to me that they are both were in the Archie universe. He was FP, Ju- um, Jughead's oh, dad right, on Riverdale, she was on katie keen the spinoff show that that nobody
2: watched yeah exactly yeah oh that is probably how they met interesting little archie comics romance which
3: makes it weird too so i kind of ship weirdly too i don't know why
2: Yeah, I mean, he does seem very much older than she is, but happy they look happy in those paparazzi photos where they're eating sandwiches or whatever on the side of the road. Thank you for those, Lucy and Skeet. All right, well, let us break into some of the news. We're going to start off with a story that is literally gripping the nation. I've seen it on every single news channel, like outlet from CNN to Us Weekly and everything in between. Tiger Woods. I don't even have a funny quip for this because it's (laughs) mainly just sad. Sarah, tell us about about this tragic accident that Tiger was in.
3: Yes, news broke on Tuesday that Tiger Woods was hospitalized after he was in a car accident in California. He was in town for a golf tournament that he hosts. And there were these videos of him like playing golf with like Dwayne Wade and David Spade and all these people like days before. And he it was 7 a.m. in the morning and Tiger got into this crazy car accident by himself. It was a single car accident. He was extracted from the wreck um by firefighters and paramedics the
2: jaws of life
3: but there's conflicting the reports life. about the jaws of life like some the uh sheriff's department said that but then the police department said he was just extracted by the firefighter so kind of confusing okay. um and he su- suffered multiple leg injuries and was undergoing surgery which um from everything we know i believe was successful but we don't really know what the long-term effects of this are going to be for tiger obviously he had back surgery again like a month ago Mm -hmm. he's had a million injuries during his career and he kind of was you know on the rebound after winning the masters a few years ago um the los angeles county sheriff also said the first contact was with the center median from then he crossed onto the opposing lane of traffic hit the curb hit the tree and there were several rollovers during that process the photos Mm -hmm. and video were like very upsetting and shocking
2: yeah, they were Gwen. What were your thoughts? Were you scared for Tiger? Do you want him back to play golf? Were you like, eh?
1: Um. Do you really want to know, Trav? Do I really do. Know?
2: I'm scared now, though.
1: Well, here's the thing. My first thought, I am, um, you know, I I don't know if I Drugs. should be sorry to admit this. No, my my oh. first thought, the first, the second I heard the news, the thought that flew into my head was. Karma has everyone's address.
2: Oh my oh, God. Gwen. That's
1: right. I think we have That's to cut that out. I felt bad about that because he was really severely injured. And I don't wish anybody to be in pain or be injured. However, you know, even though T- Tiger has had his like amazing comeback and, you know, Maya culpa, he has changed. I mean, what he did to many, many, many women should never go forgotten.
2: Well, damn! Hottest
1: take, speedy recovery, tiger.
2: (laughs) Do you? Um,
1: I do. I do. I don't want him to be in pain. I don't want anybody to be hurt. But it is interesting to me the way the universe works because you know sometimes when people think that they're invincible, the universe has a funny way of showing them that they are not. Oh my my first
3: instinct was that he was on drugs from the painkillers from his back surgery like with yes. that DUI a few years ago but then yeah. they've ruled out apparently it was purely an accident um they don't he's not being charged for any crimes they have not said that he seemed impaired or anything he could identify himself right. um,
1: that was my first thank thought God. Too. yeah he was he was quite lucid at, at at the beginning which is great you know right when the officer found him which was it was kind of an amazing story actually the officer who found him who had no idea You know, the first guy on the scene, Mm -hmm. the first thing that, you know, emergency responding officers ask someone is, what's your name? To see if they're lucid. And he said, Tiger, I mean, the guy like didn't even, he was like, oh my God, this is Tiger Woods.
2: (laughs) You know, it's wild it is wild and his show you know he has that like docu-series on hbo right now he has the golf tournaments he's really on the forefront of everyone's minds and i really do wish him a speedy recovery all right oscar so white yes but the golden globes are so much whiter Yeah. Let's talk about this. So people were wondering why so many Black-led projects were excluded from the Globes this year. And while, you know, this is not my words, but hollow, ridiculous series like Emily in Paris succeeded in you know, allegedly bribing voters with lavish vacations. Of course, Emily in Paris, and Netflix have denied they do this. But people were seeing all these great Black films that weren't nominated for everything. And, you know, fun, Romby, Emily in Paris shows were getting all the nods. And they found that every single member of the Academy of the Golden Globes is white. They don't have a single Black person on, you know, the voting committee for this. And How it's is that? a little rough, right? How, How is that? Possible.
1: it's just so surprising to me just in 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 general in life but especially this year as we all sort of undergo this cultural revolution like why would they not have added a more balanced judging panel like here's the thing i'm not yeah. mad about all the emily in paris nominations the globes have all has always been known to be more about kind of like the fun romps than the critical drama right and let's be real emily in paris while a, a little dopey is meant to be satirical and was welcome mm-hmm. um at the, you know during the pandemic it was kind of great we were all happy to have that little escape uh, I mean, the fact that there are so many nominations, that's weird. And it could be because of this, you know, sort of possible bribery. We don't know. But it is more than anything astonishing that there are no black voters. And the Hollywood Foreign Press needs to change that immediately
2: yeah yeah that would be all black next year to make up for it be like we have no white people i mean
3: all kinds of diversity should be in that room it makes no sense because there are all different kinds of films and movies and tv shows i mean i personally was hated emily in paris and was on the campaign to um (laughs) make it removed it's not removed but i just (laughs) cannot stand it and i was appalled that it was nominated if it wins i might lose my mind on sunday but either way um yeah this makes no sense it's 2021 like they shouldn't even have to this is ridiculous that
2: they should make it on the room. i'm just really glad that the hosts of the golden globes tina fey and amy poehler my favorite hosts of anything will absolutely be you know bringing this to light adding some awareness and like making it really really funny i think that's the only silver lining that we get to see amy poehler and tina fey like completely rip into the hollywood foreign press association Gwen, the First Lady of the UK, has become the Queen of Mean because she can't see her great-grandchild. Tell us why Queen Elizabeth is rip-roaring pissed.
1: I mean, I don't blame her for being rip-roaring pissed. Do you, Travis? I mean, her uh, no. grandchild has been a year since she's seen her grandchild, her great-grandchild. Yeah, over a year, yeah. I mean, come on. You know, with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle giving up royal life and Prince Philip in the hospital, you mm-hmm. guys, I'm really bummed that Prince Philip, they're now saying is going to be in the hospital for, for several days. Yeah. They're saying, like, the foreseeable future. And, like, that makes me really, really anxious. It does, it's too. Been it's been over a week. For,
2: they said it's for an infection, which I feel like is sounds like something well, uh- that's much more treatable.
1: No, it's probably for an infection, which happens, you know, to elderly people, but it can be really dangerous in someone who is almost one hundred years old. Infections yeah. can be really dangerous. Remember, Travis, when you brought me my computer when I was in the hospital? For How an could infection? I forget?
2: Days an and days and days. i
1: treated can, yeah, get really, really scary. The most me.
2: expensive hotel you've ever stayed at. <laughs>
1: That hospital room was so amazing. It really was. Props to NYU Langone. Well, anyway, guys, it's been a tough week for the queen. That's for sure. A source exclusively says in the new issue of Us Weekly, the situation with Harry and Meghan has been challenging. And on top of that, she's distraught over her beloved husband's health setback. Mm -hmm. The queen has had some tearful moments mixed with anger and disappointment. A second source tells us, emotionally, emotions are definitely... Running high. So, you know, this move to the US has it, it's 21 months. It's almost two years that the Queen hasn't seen Archie.
3: No, Archie's 21 months old, but when did they move? They
1: moved in January of last year. Oh,
2: it's really tough math with these.
1: I mean, it's easily, was it January? But they weren't um at the queen's lunch in the year before for christmas didn't they miss the last
3: it? time they saw from my understanding the last time Meghan and harry were in the uk and saw the royal family was march of 2020 right before that was their last engagement during yeah. that when that big snub happened and that was the last time anyone saw each other in person from my understanding so it's been almost a year since they've seen each other and it's been over a year since the step back was initiated and now mm-hmm. it's a permanent step back
1: well the queen does have facetime calls with archie but it's not the same, a source tells us. You know, she's like desperate to give little Archie a hug. I mean, think about how a baby changes and grows in those first couple of years of life. You know, like that's a bummer. She's missing all those
2: milestones. It's really, really, really sad. And I think that this probably led to the ultimate royal pettiness that Harry and Meghan are giving their huge interview this coming March 7th, Sunday, and then the Queen will be addressing the nation that same day right beforehand. I don't think that this was something that wasn't pre-planned. I think the Queen did this on purpose to sort of like elbow Meghan Markle and Harry in the ribs. But because. what came
3: first, like Commonwealth Day and the normal announcement for it, or this planned CBS sit down? Like, I feel like they both, either way, someone did it on purpose. I don't know who mm. did it first,
1: but someone. Well, I don't did know it if it was Harry and Meghan or if it was CBS who were like, this would be the day <laughs> to yeah. air this interview, you know? I mean, listen, I don't blame the Queen. You have to remember that, like, for us, it's spectacle for many of the British people. They. They have very strong feelings about the monarchy. And, and mm-hmm. you know, this is like they need to feel secure in the monarchy.
0: Oh, so it is. I don't
1: blame her for getting on those airwaves. And I can't wait to see which brute she wears.
2: I can't wait to see that either. And I hope there's a matching umbrella within the shot that we can see. And I can't wait to unload all of this and talk about all the back and forth pettiness after March 7th. <laughs> All right, guys, there are some really sad news that happened today um, involving Lady Gaga, her dog walker, and Lady Gaga's three dogs. Lady Gaga's dog, dog walker was reportedly shot in the chest four times in Los Angeles on Wednesday night by a gunman who stole two of the superstars' beloved bulldogs. Lady Gaga is offering a $500,000 reward for the two dogs. Her dog walker's name was Ryan Fisher, and he was ambushed close to his home in West Hollywood as he walked Gaga's dogs, Koji, Miss Asia, and Gustavo around 10 p.m., according to the Daily Mail. He was rushed to a local hospital and Koji and Gustavo were stolen, a source close to Gaga confirmed. And then Lady Gaga's bodyguard was later seen picking up one of the pooches. Two of them are still missing. Lady Gaga is currently in Italy filming and she's apparently very distraught, offering that $500,000 to get her dogs back. And Fisher, her dog walker, who was shot Shot in the chest four times is thankfully recovering well, thank goodness. Law Law enforcement sources told TMZ that it was not clear if the thieves knew the dogs belonged to Gaga, saying that French bulldogs are often targeted because they're in high demand. The LAPD did confirm the shooting, but said it was too early to know if it was a robbery or if anything else was taken. I mean, wild ride with this one. Shot in the chest four times
1: insane. And, you know, she's away from her dogs and to not know where her dogs are, if they're at home and safe. It's like, I I mean, I just feel horrendous.
2: Oh, it's so sad. Sarah, what were your thoughts when this came out today?
1: Yeah, I mean,
3: my initial thoughts, I'm not going to lie, were that there's been photos of Lady Gaga in Italy all week. So people know she's there. And this gave me like... Bling ring vibes, where they these people knew that Lady Gaga wasn't there, and they probably were watching this guy walk her dog, dogs, and knew that they could get money for the dogs. You know, lady, it's no secret that Lady Gaga loves her French bulldogs, and right. I feel like this was definitely pre-planned. You don't just yeah. know, you don't just recognize Lady Gaga's dogs on the street or just steal random dogs. Like, it, and she's been in Rome, like I said, so they definitely were figuring this out, which is sad.
2: Absolutely. Do you think they're gonna do like a personal ransom moment? I mean, it must be the case.
3: Yeah, I mean, I hope they were probably. They probably knew. I mean, she's really rich. She's going to offer money for these dogs—half a mil. I think they would just take that and go with it. So no questions asked.
2: Yeah, possible though. They're very pretty dogs and look very stealable to me. They do look like they would be worth a lot of money on the French Bulldog black market. I guess if please don't buy from that. <laughs> if that's what you're looking at.
3: Yeah. Right. No, please. Anti. Lisa Vanderpump is going to come for us. We're <laughs> anti-black market dog situations.
2: Yes. No. Just adopt Justice them for, for Lucy. They Lucy. Go.
3: Apple. Juicy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, from moving on from this lady to a lady in the OC whose mouth always makes us say OMG, Miss Kelly Dodd, I I honestly can't believe that she hasn't been removed from the show just for sort of the person that she is. It's like not really about like her comments on COVID or anything. It's just that she's wildly mean and disruptive and like terrible to all the women. Sarah, is she fired?
3: So, um we still don't know. Obviously, Kelly Dodd on the show is something else. Um, and, but on the show, it's like fair game. I mean, you can be a different kind of housewife. You can be a housewife who, you know, fights with her words. You can be a a dirty housewife. You can be a nice housewife. You can, you know, do whatever you want. But off screen is where she's getting in the most trouble with saying crazy things about coronavirus, um, that were irresponsible and ridiculous. Um, so a lot of people were expecting Kelly to be fired. Um, and Kind of, and Andy teased some big like, reboot shakeup coming to Orange County because mm-hmm. we're going into season 16. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Um, and this season, the last couple have been pretty boring. And then the controversies off screen have been upsetting. So I think yeah. a lot of people are ready for a change. So people were just assuming that Kelly wasn't coming back. And she tweeted, Um, It's actually kind of funny. I've heard these rumors every year for the last five years, looking forward to my 60s and hashtag RHOC16. But then a source close to production told us that the network has not made any casting decisions at this time. So I think this is a case of, oh, it's been a few weeks since we talked about this. And Kelly Dodd Mm -hmm. wanted to get a feeler out there and say, like, don't forget about me. Like, I haven't been fired yet. Everyone like get more headlines.
2: Yeah, that's what I think, too. Well, honestly, I hope Kelly Todd is sort of scrapped from it. It's really, really tough to watch her on the show. And I bring back Vicky and Tamara. They're wrong in all the right ways.
3: Yeah, I think they need to get like a reboot, go bring back some OGs, people who know each other, people who have history and, you know, see what happens.
2: And the reboot, there's apparently a Real Housewives all-star production cast gonna happen with like a season where they take some of the best housewives and i don't know the real world them and put them in a house together is still really early reporting but that is something i would very much like to see sarah what did you think when you saw that
3: i don't know if it's true because i feel like things like this come up every once in a while um especially now that whole winter house thing is happening people maybe are like putting this out there but i i guess it makes sense that bravo would you know, as Corona continues, it's like the only thing you can really film is by putting people in right. a house. Um, so of course, I'd watch it. It would be absolutely batshit
2: It sort of reminded me of Celebrity <laughs> Birthday Boxing Mania, but just with housewives <laughs> all in a house. Sort yeah. of just put them all in there. We can't stop talking about Meghan and Harry because they won't stop, stop talking about. Prince William and Kate Middleton. We have some source info telling Us Weekly that it is beyond the pale for William and Kate and that they are aghast at this interview that Harry and Meghan are doing, especially with Prince Philip in the hospital. But a source told us that they will not be talking too much about the drama about Will and Kate, but Will and Kate are still very upset that they are doing this interview. Of course, the source says they don't want to put any more fuel on that fire talking about the fractured relationship with William and Harry. Um, The problem is that the royals don't want to have any aspect of their private lives aired on this interview that Meghan and Harry are doing, and they certainly don't want to look bad for for trying to protect Meghan from the harsh glare of the British press. So I'm a little... Nervous about William and Kate and Harry and Meghan ever being able to speak again. That doesn't seem like they're all on the same terms. It seems like this is two different camps fighting against each other. Gwen, do you think there's any hope of reconciliation? Because this sort of feels like a, a like a real nail in the coffin for me.
1: I mean, it's real tough this situation. I mean, I think for a for the foreseeable future, they are not going to be friends <laughs> and brothers. You know. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Um it's 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 just really sad I one at some point in the future hopefully they can reconcile mm-hmm. but right now it's just too, too much it's too much what's going on with harry and megan interestingly is is like the opposite of what they say they want because yeah. there is so much press about what's happening and they're creating that they're stirring it up but it's it's in contrast to how William and Kate want to live their lives, which is they just want to honor their commitment and serve the British people, have their patronages, you know, take over the monarchy at some point. And they kind of stay out of it a bit, you know, they raise their family. I love Kate takes the portraits of the kids. Like she's, it's, it's very insular. And so I just think that they're, They have two very different ideas about how to exist in society right now. And it's they're not going to reconcile anytime soon.
2: Sarah, do you think there's any hope for this foursome to ever go out on a little double date again? No.
1: No.
3: Um, and that used <laughs> to make me sad and part of it still does and you know I have conflicting feelings about Megan and Harry but at this point I'm just ready for the tea so I'm looking forward to the interview I'm happy they're doing it and if it's disappointing I'm going to be really pissed because it made all this hoopla for nothing so they better come with piping hot tea and I don't I don't I need it at this point yeah, or I think that
2: it. is a very good point Sarah that if they're going to fracture their relationship they might as well give us all of the tea and just do it up big don't pussyfoot around it because that's not going to go over well with anybody they already ruined the relationship they might as well just go all the way with it She's craving for a, she's craving for a baby, yeah, craving for a baby. Yes, I know you all want to sign me to your record labels. That was my uh, interpretation of Mandy Moore's "Candy," because she has revealed she has well given birth to a son, and she has just revealed the sweet meaning behind her son's name, whose name is August Harrison. She sh- shared a photo of the newborn sleeping in a small gray blanket with his name embroidered across it, writing that August was the month she and her husband, Taylor Goldsmith, found out that they were having a son. And it was last August when they found out that they were having a boy. It's also her husband's birth month. And they said she said, we always really love that name. So we settled on it very early in the book. And the blanket they got was really adorable. It was a gift from um, her husband for the couple's anniversary. So it holds even more sentimental value. And Mandy says she cannot wait to get past this down to her baby and say all the sentimental reasons about it this comes this baby announcement is even more special because she had a lot of issues with this pregnancy she had a lot of problems in the beginning she says my platelets have dropped exponentially during the pregnancy and it's out sadly altered my birth plan she wrote in early february and she announced back in September that she is, you know, being really open about her difficult first trimestral and fertility struggles in a January interview with Romper. And Mandy said she was very hesitant to believe she was pregnant because of her past issues with her uterus. And it was sort of like a little miracle baby. So Gus Gus, we're happy you're here. You're adorable. I love you so much.
3: Nothing but good things for Mandy Moore always.
2: Love I love her so much. I love Tangled. I love This Is Us. I love I, Tangled, like, too. Oh, Tangled is so lovely.
1: Tangled is amazing, except at the end.
2: Oh, what happens oh God, her. when the, the hair.
1: Oh, freaked me out. Totally freaked me out. The um, hair. I, she's also, like, the coolest person to interview. She's so down-to-earth and amazing. And,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, she is she's like just like talking to a girlfriend she really yeah. does seem like one of the most normal celebrities mandy we are so happy for you and i still listen to your discography all the time Me i need too. more yeah well you didn't seem to get my music reference sarah there okay, very quickly. no, offense.
3: no <laughs> offense but that that was a little off key
2: <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i have never said that i have a lovely voice and have been told you know the d- direct opposite all the time i'm gonna
3: sing shortly so don't worry
2: We're at our last segment today, uh, fellow listeners. Thanks for hanging out with us. And this segment's going to be a little bit different. We're talking about the secret life of an engaged lady in her twenties. It's a secret no more. That was a Secret Life of the American Teenager reference.
3: That's <laughs> one I got. That, I was a slow talk girl. That was right when I was in middle school. I I know it well.
2: <laughs> yes, I mean I that show was wild. Um, but she Shailene Woodley has finally confirmed her engagement to Aaron Rodgers that really made our head spin and was, you know, a little weird. Gwen, tell us how she told the nation and us what is going on. Well,
1: she was on the Jimmy Fallon show and she like flashed her sparkler. Like it was almost like Was she intending to? But it was amazing, giving us that glimpse of that sparkler. She was recounting a recent work trip to Patagonia, Chile. She lifted both her hands up to her chest, just for like a couple seconds, and she flashed this like gorgeous giant sparkler on her left ring finger. You know what that means. So you know, Jimmy Fallon asked them about their relationship, and Shailene said, "Yes, we are engaged. We are engaged." But for us, it's not new news, you know. So it's kind of funny. Everybody right now is freaking out over it. And we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while. She went on to gush about his impressive athletic abilities. was like, you know, he's first off just a wonderful, incredible human being. But I never thought I'd be engaged to someone who threw balls for a living. Like I never thought as a little girl, I was like, yeah, when I grow up, i'm gonna marry someone who throws balls she said with a laugh <laughs> but he's also just really good at it she's impressed but you know what like, what a bizarre thing to say on national television am i right you so are bizarre. so
2: right gwen and it was so bizarre that i think we have our own little Shailene woodley inspired announcements of our own to make today and I'm hoping that there'll be some balls involved in all of them. Mm. Sarah Huron, would you like to share your balls with the group? Yeah,
3: I'll try, but I have a really hard time. I have a feeling I'm going to have a hard time getting through this. Okay. Um, of course I wrote a mini little jingle to the love of my life, Derek Jeter. Um I've been in love with Derek Jeter since I can remember. Um mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna I thought kidding. he was going to marry Mika Kelly. And then once they broke up, I was like, oh, I'm finally in. I wasn't expecting Hannah to show up and birth oh. his two children. Mm-hmm. Um, but in honor of Shailene's love for Aaron's ability to throw balls, I have written a little tune to the tune of Lady Gaga's song, Boys, 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 One of my titled, favorites. Balls, Balls, Balls. Um, again, if you've listened to this podcast before, I'm, I'm no singer. <laughs> but here we but go. But she
2: still tries.
3: Oh, my God. I can. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes, you got this, Sarah. Okay. The you stage, got that. Yeah, the opening act is gone. The crowd is ready for you.
3: Balls, balls, balls. We like Derek in the field. Balls, balls, balls. Jeter so even-heeled. Balls, balls, balls.
1: We love his.
2: Oh, nice. Lovely, lovely. That was Thank good.
1: You. Derek that... Jeter, huh? You know, I've met Derek Jeter a couple of times. Oh, my and... God.
3: Gwen, I can't even. Are you kidding? I love, I love this
1: him. Era. You know, my parents... Are, were re- are really big yankee fans yeah. you know my father has passed away but when my father was alive he was like the biggest yankee fan ever and he would sit and watch every yankee game and like he was really really into it and so when i met derek Jeter, my father was well in his night into his 90s you know i told derek all about my father and he was like god bless him let me sign a ball for him uh-huh. and let's take a picture so i have this picture with derek Jeter. That I swear to you, Sarah, and the next time I'm at my mom's, I'm going to take a picture and post it just for you. It sits on this sort of mantle where like my sisters with their husbands, (laughs) like those (laughs) pictures are. And then it's me and Derek Jeter.
3: Wow. I'm so jealous. If you look back at my Facebook page, you will see several poorly Photoshopped photos of me and Derek Jeter together as well. Um, because again, he was my he was my first love. I grew up in a very sporty family and instead of, you know, I, I wouldn't play, but I'd have to watch and I just latched onto that. But I'm so jealous. I can't wait to see this photo.
1: But, God. you know, baseball isn't really my sport, you guys. And- What is your sport, are, Gwen? Balls aren't even really it for me. While I would love to be a wad, <laughs> of course, for me, it is all about the puck. Oh. So- I have written a, a little haiku. It's like a creative haiku. I love don't when you be, do that. Don't be counting my iambic pentameter. You know what okay. I'm saying? So it's a creative haiku and it is short and sweet, but it is right to the point. Are you ready for it, Travis?
2: Yes, I love Gwen's haikus.
1: Sarah, you're ready for it too. I'm so excited. Tell. Okay. All right. Here we go. An ode to the NHL. Oh, hockey hunks, how you glide across the ice sex with you would be quite nice call me wow
2: (laughs) that was so good that was incredible
3: and to the point you should get on um like a dating app that has a lot of athletes on
1: it and make that your bio
2: seriously
1: would be interesting yeah
2: well perfect guys i'd like to share some shocking news and it was actually all due to the booze Tom Brady and I shared some cocktails and then things went off the rails. I find myself now stepfather to a sea of children and a Brazilian supermodel at my front door trying to break in. I find myself having to learn who the Tampa Buccaneers are. But luckily, this footballer has like eight really nice cars. When the balls fly across the field, I sit at home with lots of money to wield. To end this quick, Tom proposed, I said yes, and now I'm trying to find out what's really up with Tom's. Wow.
1: That was nice. I mean, a lot went into that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's
3: amazing. None of us are married to professional athletes. I, I don't know where it went wrong.
2: Well, I think you weren't listening because apparently we're all very luckily engaged to professional sports athletes. <laughs>
3: professional sports
2: athletes. Professional sports football athlete, men balls throwing people. Go teams!
3: She, I can't wait to see Shailene eventually. She's never she's never been to a football game. Um, when eventually, if you know, stadiums open back up, and if these two are still together, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what she chooses to wear to a football game. So you guys,
1: that ring is estimated to be $90,000. Oh,
2: okay. That's a nice model. I almost
1: feel like he can afford more, but she wouldn't want it. You can read all about it on usmagazine.com slash stylish.
2: lovely well thank you Gwen and thank you Sarah for helping me spill all of the piping hot celebrity this week this is Travis Cronin Hot Hollywood with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame of your favorite celebrities after all they're just like us thanks guys